0: Love Talk Radio And hello, hello everyone out there in the big wide world. This is our wondrous world with Helena Steiner Hornstein or Helena Margareta if you prefer to make it a little shorter. I am talking to you still here confined to Florida, not too a bad not a bad place to be during this time of of coronavirus all over the world. But I'm still here, so not all those travel plans like I always have throughout the year. Today we're going to talk about let your voice be heard. And I think it's probably a good time for that. And I know so many people are so tired of being cooked up in one place and some have lost their jobs and, you know, and what I'm saying with you now, stand up and talk, because this is what our world is about. It is not just for a few. It is for everyone. So if you feel that you haven't been heard, well, take, be in charge. Get going. You know, it All that it takes in whatever it is, and that is the hardest thing, to pull yourself together and get started. When I grew up, we had a thing about eating dinner for a long time, and we talked, and we talked and talked. But it was usually that it was my father who liked to to talk and and challenge everyone. I picked up on that challenge. I answered and I had opinions. And, you know, this was a very, very good schooling for me to be in training with a very educated, you know, older man when he was older. Of course, when you're young, everyone over 30 is older. (laughs) But it was a very good training for me to begin to understand that you have to stand up for yourself. There is no question about it that it matters in your life. And this is the way it has been, you know, it's been very lopsided that in our society, Western society, was always one group of people who had more or less the right or took the right to speak up and be the ones in charge. These were the white males. And everyone else just had to stand back and listen. And if I didn't listen uh, and wanted to speak up. It was very, very hard. When I came to America first, and of course I always spoke with an accent, and you cannot get rid of that, I've been told, and I really don't care either (laughs) to do that. But when I first came here, it was not that easy. I somehow had to position myself all the time to be able to be seen, and to be listened to. And I never forget one of the first gatherings of parties I went to with my husband. And, of course, like the habit seems to be in America among more mature people that the men go to one side and the women sit together, you know. And uh, you don't mingle much. Whereas in Europe, men and women mingle more. If you go to a cocktail party with your husband in Europe... You just go out and you talk to anyone, and so does he. It might be a woman or a man, and the same with me, it might be a woman or a man. But it's perfectly normal. And it wasn't very normal here. So I had to immediately stand back and kind of learn the habits what to do. And I had to find out how everything was done. But anyway, there was a conversation, the men were sitting like in one group, maybe one sofa and the opposite sofa. So far were the women, and I heard what the women, what the men were talking about, and they, they were kind of juggling questions back and forth, and they were kind of trying to find an answer for something, and I heard that. So I kind of, across the table, I kind of told them, "This is the answer," and they kind of looked at me. My brother, the puppy can talk. <laughs> they was so. Oh, should Dad stand up and say something? And the women kind of looked so amazed that I dared, in quote, behave that way. And one of the women, a very prominent social woman, was leaning over to me and said, Oh, darling, this is not how you can get your diamonds, sweetheart. (laughs) And that was so weird (laughs) to me. You know, you have to, she wanted me to know that, no, I had to sit back and just, Shut up till I will talk to more or less. But that is not the way it is in this year 2020 and onwards. In America particularly now, women stand up and talk, and they do, and they're wonderful. And this is what is also for you. If you're a man or a woman, begin to talk, begin to stand up for your opinions. And take opportunities. Don't, for, don't wait for opportunities. You know, particularly if you're a woman, no one is going to give you the opportunity. You will have to take it. Or if you're a black guy, probably also maybe as very, you know, we have to take the opportunity. We shall not give our opportunities away to those who have always been in charge. So when you speak up, Know exactly what you want and what you are saying and then stay with that. Know that you have the ability and you could even sit down one day and make a list of what your abilities are, your good strength. What is your good strength? Put that on your list and look at that as an asset of yours. And then you should add any kind of school knowledge that you have, you know, and the education you have, and then your experience. We learn so much through experience. If you have been working in a certain field, particularly with women, I mean with people and whoever they were you learn so much from life around you. It's actually wonderful what is out there. So uh, be a leader. Be in in leadership and begin to look for results in your life. So to let your voice be heard, you have all the chances and all the possibilities now that you did not have, or maybe you were too nervous, or you, maybe you didn't feel strong enough. But no, you can. And look at me, I've been a foreigner wherever I came. You know, in all countries where I lived, I had to learn new language well, I knew from schooling, but I had to practice a new language, and I had to practice new cultures and new traditions, and it was hard. But, you know, in all this, I did make Myself heard, and it, some people didn't like that much because, you know. And I've had this happen in this country a lot. Oh, you should. You come from a different country. You shouldn't have any, any opinion on on our politics. Well, I'm a citizen. I lived there for half a century. What the hell? Can I not speak up? And this is what I'm saying, you know. And this goes for you too. Speak out. Do you have a marriage? where You cannot speak up? Well, start to do that. It doesn't have to be that you are fighting or complaining. It just means you should air your opinion. I'm sure it's a very good opinion. So when you don't like something, just say so and take action without waiting for someone else to help you. This is so often that we wait for someone else to do the work for us. So if you have ideas, good ideas, stay with those ideas because there will always be obstacles. You know, that's nature. You walk in nature. And of course there are obstacles all the time. You'll come across a ditch. A tree right on your path, a big rock, a hole in the ground, you know. (laughs) There are obstacles. We cannot be without obstacles. And I give lots of good advice to clients. And then they get back with me. Well, you know, I came to a closed door. I didn't get anyone answering. I said, what did you expect? You come up with a good idea, a new good idea. But people haven't heard about it before. Do you think they were just, oh, how wonderful. I'll give you $2 million to start to develop this idea. This is not how it works. It's tough out there. So you have to be tough, too. So set your goals. What is it you want? And, you know, for success, your goals have to be there, ahead of you. And you look forward to those goals. So that is why I have a lot, well, I have a few emails that have come in, and I will answer those emails because they kind of fit in with the subject today. And I have them written down here. Uh, okay, well, this is a good. This is Paulina or Paulina in New York. And also about the same question from someone called Dennis in Cleveland. And I have a few more who have had this idea about happiness. And they say, you speak about happiness as something important. Is it really? Most people are not happy. So why should we even try to be happy? You know, that's a very good question. And is it real that most people are not happy? Well, it's Happiness is a state of mind. It's how you decide to feel that moment. But I feel most people are somehow content with their lives, somehow. You know, they have the house, they have the kids, they have the car, they have the job. Now these days, of course, millions out there have a tougher time, and they have to start off new. And how can you start off new and You know, say, well, I want happiness first when nothing else is working properly for you. But, you know, happiness you can create in your mind. You really can. Just for a moment, forget your shortcomings. You know, the shortness, you know, the money isn't there or whatever, the job is not there. Whatever you so much need for your well-being is not there. Your life is still there. Your family is still there. And there is so much out there to enjoy that doesn't cost any money. Joy doesn't cost money. It just costs effort. Go out with the kids, play in the park if you don't have your own yard. And start to laugh, make a picnic, make it simple since you have to save on things. And now begin to laugh and have experience joy because joy and happiness is everything. If you don't have joy and happiness in your life, then you're really poor. And I have said that before because I've been around very, very rich people like most part of my life. Are they happy? No. Money doesn't make happy. I have seen much more happiness among people who really didn't have much. Well, you have to have food and home for the day. You really have to have a house, I mean a roof over your head and you have to have food for your day and some to drink. But otherwise, those happiest people in the world, and that's the United Nations that said so, that the happiest people in the world are the ones who have very small but secure incomes and who are creating their own happiness. Those are the happy ones. So, you can make yourself happy. I have also come across young men and women who have not been able to find a new life after their college studies. And they're still staying at home and they feel miserable because they only get like jobs like selling timeshare or something like this. And they're so sad and Unhappy. And I always tell them, you have to change your mindset. You have to be happy. Because once you're happy, that moment when you switch over to happiness in your body, you become more independent somehow. You have more self esteem somehow. And this is also a chemical reaction. That, you know, and and I'm not the scientist, I'm not the medical doctor, so I'm not going into that. But we have a transmitter in our body, like serotonin and and cortisol and so on. And once you are now not happy, your body starts to break down. And stress takes over. And once the stress takes over, it kind of establishes itself in your body, in your nervous system, in your everything that you have, in your organs. And now your blood pressure will go up. And you will go to the doctor who cannot find anything wrong because there's a stress factor that's all through you. You should read my book, by the way. Because stress can show itself in so many ways. You should read my book, "The White Light: a limitless, a limitless reality." The white light, a limitless reality." and understanding the law of togetherness. And this togetherness is your mindset and your feeling, together with the body. My God, are you creating an energy field. And when you have the stress in the body, you will be so totally taken over by this stress. This is how you create cancers in the body. This is how you create sickness and imbalance in the body. And once you are unhappy, you will pull in all those unhappy other people. And that's swear I've seen that happen. If I have a lecture for 1,000 people and one person in that audience comes there only to hate me, (laughs) I mean, only because, you know, sometimes people don't like you and they want to just confirm that they don't like you, so they sit there. I swear if there's any other person, any two miles around, they will come and sit next to that person who hates me. This is how energies work. I cannot believe how like attracts a like. So if you want to be uh, attracting a new partner in your life, begin to get rid of the stress in your life. There's no way you can attract anyone wonderful in your life if you have lots of stress factors in your life. It's impossible So begin to take that habit, that new habit, to be in charge of your life and to be happy and stand up for yourself. And you like standing up for yourself. You like to have your opinion. I can even say some sticker on somebody's car promoting someone, and I get stressed about that. So if I see someone who belongs to that sticker (laughs) or that card, I say something, but I don't get into an argument. I say it with a smile, but I like to say something, because otherwise I would go with that inside of me, and I'm very, very sensitive. It will influence my day. So there we go. Stand up. Let your voice be heard. And happiness also. If you have the right diet or the wrong diet, that will contribute to your happiness. Exercise will contribute to the happiness. If you eat wrong and you just sit around, you will have trouble feeling happy. I mean that. I mean that very much. So you must have the positive energy of joy and happiness to reach your goal. Happiness, you know, I love uh, to give. And I notice when I give, it makes me happy. I give a lot of Christmas presents. I really don't get much of Christmas presents back. Well, it's because people say, oh, you have everything. But, you know, the little ones I, I get, I enjoy. I went to a little party the other day. Yes, I go to party, even if we have this restriction about parties. But, you know, we were not that many. It was somebody's birthday party. And someone there had brought a plate of cookies. And they were such pieces of art that, you know, each one of us was supposed to eat one cookie. But they were such Pieces of art. I said, I cannot eat this. I'm going to take it home. And I took it home and put it on a silver platter and looked at it and looked at it. And then I took a bite. It was absolutely delicious. I said, well, now I have a little bite of that cooking and put it back. And I still admire it. It makes me so happy. And it made me happy just to have received some like this. And the one who baked those cookies, it made her happy. To give that to people who really appreciated it. So, what I'm saying is open up, appreciate more, and that will make you much, much happier in your body and in your mind, in your life. You see, happiness would create a balance in your body. We are supposed to be happy. And if you look at Everything out in the wild, Uh, it it, it kind of has a sign of happiness around it. And if you see little, you know, how should I say, you see on these wilderness movies and you see, you know, the wild foxes are, are kind of jumping around with their kids or the baby, you know, whatever they're called, baby foxes and baby wolves and so on, how they're playing among themselves how they have a good time. Children are playing also with each other. Or if they're by themselves, they're playing with their imaginary angels or the little people they imagine they have around them. Because at that time, under six years of age, they can still see those imaginary little people. So what I'm saying with this, you have to add so much more to your life that is without expense and really, And the effort is just convince yourself that now I shall enjoy the little things. And I shall only watch good things on TV, fun movies, fun sitcoms. And restore the balance in my body. And then get your emotions in balance. Once your emotions are not in balance, you can get sick and this is, for instance, breast cancer. Very often comes from people who have suffered some kind of loss or sadness in their life. It could be loss of money or work or someone very close to them. And that emotional loss and sadness will kind of establish yourself in your heart chakra. And that is how your lungs or your breast is getting affected some kind of sadness. It can happen for all kinds of different reasons, too. But I noticed, particularly with breast cancer, it happens one to two years after some kind of bereavement or loss in somebody's life. So, um, well, that is about, you know, happiness, how important that is. And then I had a question here about light workers. And what is a light worker? And I've had many who have sent in questions about what is a light worker? And uh, even a couple of people said, "Oh we have heard that Mr. Trump is a light worker." and I said, "My god <laughs> if i you know if I have something I can throw on the floor, maybe I should do that right now." <laughs> oh no. I'm going to tell you what the light worker is. And a light worker is someone who is feeling in their gut, they want to help the world, they want to help our nature, they want to help the soil that the trees is growing in. They want to help animals. They love animals. They love people. And they have that feeling in them. They want to help everyone. How can I help you? That is a light worker. And they have this pull in them to help others without any demands. Well, nowadays you might have to ask for, you know, you give me, you have to give me something back. But they have this thing that they have they want to help others, and they want to help the world. they want to help the universe. they want to help everything that is weaker. And light workers tend to be sensitive. So that's why they feel sad when they see the miseries and the, what's wrong in the world. And very often, light workers. Pick work that is far away from money. They don't seem to understand money that well. So they tend to take professions that are more to assist others, like nursing or doctors or some kind of therapy, or to heal people, or to make them help people find their way again in life. And to be a veterinarian, because light workers seem to love animals, and they love to research why things are wrong and how they can make things better. Light workers are intuitive, and they're driven by their internal guidance. And they perceive emotions from other people. They are truthful. Light workers are truthful because they feel that they have a spiritual calling. They cannot quite express that spiritual co- calling. But they want to improve the whole collective consciousness out there and make everyone feel better about themselves and about the world. If you have those feelings, you may be a light worker. You probably are a light worker because light workers have come into this world now in abundance. Now this native generation coming in now. Light workers are also sensitive to medication and to drugs. They cannot handle drugs and vaccinations very well particularly vaccination light workers and i don't want to say that out loud in this world but light workers should not really be vaccinated because they have a different vibration they have a higher energy so those things like medication and drugs whatever drugs and even alcohol and smoking all these things are not good for light workers they are natural. They love natural life. So light workers are here to serve. And they use many different approaches how to serve. I use the light because that was what was given to me. And this is the thing, light workers have some kind of spiritual connection already and what is needed for them or the guides that are appropriate for them are coming in. Or if they work with a direct source like I do with the light, it's there. But they're those psychics can be light workers. They just work on that level, but they also want to help people. And there's so many more ways I can talk about light workers and what i'm saying again no mr trump is not one and if you say so i think you are trying to somehow get rid of light workers or give the wrong impression of light workers because light workers are of the highest good and they are working for the highest good for nature for the world for the animals for the water for the air for each person out there, and again, they don't quite understand the money. Always, <laughs> that's why you know they they tend to give away a lot of their ability for not the highest price. And many people are taking advantage of them also. So I had, there were two questions that came in, you know, about you know about the light. And what else do we have there? Oh, yes, I have this. I have an urge to help others. What is wrong with me? And this is Chris in Palm Beach. And I said, Chris, you probably recognize this, what I said. You're probably a light worker. It's nothing wrong with you. It's nothing wrong, you know, to have the urge to help others. No, it's wonderful. I know I have that also. I meet people and they complain about something and immediately I feel it like my duty. How can I help? I notice I cannot say that anymore because people take advantage of it very quickly. So I don't do that. Then I have here Ray in Philadelphia is asking me, I have a strange feeling for everything German. Why? And I can only say well, it must be one of those déjà vu, vu situations that you have lived in the German culture in a different lifetime, in a different life experience. Or you could also have a parallel uh, connection with Germany right now. So you might be connected with another person And I actually feel that is the case with you. I feel you have a parallel connection with someone living today who lives in Germany. You seem to have exactly the same frequency, the same vibration. And you are actually experiencing what that person is experiencing in Germany. And you are experiencing that every day. Sometimes these people can be drawn together and just meet accidentally. I've had this myself and it feels like, my God, I've now come home. It doesn't mean you have to have love between you. It just means that you have a connection. You don't have to get married, or you don't have to be together. But there is a connection that between you, Ray, I hope you listen to this program, and right now, that you have this incredible parallel life in uh, Germany. I have had that in healing situations also in the past. And that was, you know, a woman who, had a strange rash inside of her upper, inside of her thighs. And he, she couldn't figure out why she had it. And she went to doctors, so they couldn't figure out why either. And nothing helped. So she contacted me, of course, over the phone, because this is how I do things. She was up in the, one of the northern states here in this country. And immediately when I ch- looked at her, telepathically, you know, over the phone, I saw this man in another country, in an Arab country, and he spent an awful lot of time on horseback. And somehow he had a rash on his inside leg that was kind of rubbing against the horse's skin and so on, and he could not get over that. And that had kind of implanted him, itself into his whole consciousness and she picked up on that one once i told her about this situation she that rash disappeared just like poof just like that through that session and she was so believing in it so it was very easy to get rid of it <laughs> so this is what happens sometimes Healing can be very strange. It's not necessarily that you put a hand on something, yeah, but the healing cause, the cause of the problem might sit somewhere further away, much, much further away. So, see if I can get um, another question here. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, I, oh, I love your books and I read them again and again. I feel I have a book in me, too. How do I start writing a book like yours? Because evidently she wrote along, you know, how, um, that's Diane. I remember that. I didn't put on in my note. That's Diane in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I love that. Uh, and how we all have books within us somehow. Nowadays, we don't have to go to the big publishers. We can create bestsellers anyway. You can be your own publisher. And it's not very hard. It may cost you a little bit, but for me, I got that money back because of, through my work and through my books, book sales. For me, it worked. So you can. And here, as I said, let your voice be heard and be your natural you. I remember when I went to high school, the teacher, when we wrote stories, uh, they would always read my stories because I was different. I came up with the darndest ideas, (laughs) And it was so far out that it could only be good. So... And it was all fantasy, you know, that, I mean, that I suddenly had, you know, Sunday I took a cloud, you know, jumped on a cloud, and this was a time machine, and I ended up in Stone Age or something like this, and how that, and what happened then. You know, those little things. So what I'm saying is, if you have a story in you, and your life has been exciting enough, or you have gone through suffering and you found a way to get well. Write a book about it because it will help other people. My books have helped other people. I have another book called Constant Awakening that I wrote just like that. I had it in me, I had to share it. And I wrote it in English and my English my everything about me is very simple. Because also the truth is simple. So it's very simple. And there was a a farmer's wife in Sweden who bought my book, mostly because I told her to because I thought it would be very good for her. So she wrote me a book and said, Thank you for allowing me to read your book. Or, Well, I made her buy it. (laughs) And now she said that it changed her life. Yes, your book changed my life for the better. I didn't even know I spoke English or I could read English. Somehow she did because the language is so simple. Now, the white light I have also in the Swedish language, and it's doing really well. So the white light, a limitless reality. You have so many good stories in it. You should read that and once you have read it it actually won first prize book of excellence book of excellence year uh, 2017 and in the inspirational category among hundreds of other books in that field so it is a really good book and i'm not you know i'm not why should i be timid about it it's the truth You learn a lot. It tells you true stories about how you can make yourself stronger in this life. And how do you do that? Through the white light, through the light. And who is the light? What is the light? The light is the God energy, the universal power, that power that is the highest energy of all energies, the power that puts everything back in balance again, the power that you have not only around you, above you, behind you, in front of you, under you, everywhere, you have it also within you. And this is what it means to be created in the image of God, period. You have this incredible power within you. You can and you actually should begin to look at this as a possibility to work with the white knight because you deserve it. So I would like to say, let your voice be heard because you deserve it. If you are uh, surrounded by people who don't appreciate you, move away. I just had a friend who left her husband at age 70 (laughs) because she needed her own voice to be heard. So, yes, you should begin to feel that you have abilities and you have powers of leadership within you, and there's so many good things you can do. And how wonderful you are! Yes, in truth, you are wonderful. I have many more questions I see here, but uh, time is moving on, and I promised a, a meditation, so I will take those next time. Yeah, I. And I see here, Tony in Chicago, he writes me the question, how can the light help me win the lottery, be well, and find my future partner? But be part of this meditation. <laughs> so Maybe we can do it through just that, Tony. So begin to relax now, and relax. If you hear music in the background, because it doesn't always come through, one has to put the music on the computer and it disappeared somehow. So now I have it in the background. You cannot always see it. It's Stephen Halpern's wonderful Gifts of the Angel CD. And now take a deep breath. And know that within you, there is a place that knows all and sees all and that place within you that is your inner light. You breathe quietly. Yes, within you there is a place of the highest good that place that I call the universal white light, it shines within you. And that light within you wants your highest good. It wants you to shine. It wants you to be part of something big and beautiful and when you become part of that big and beautiful then it's good for everyone around you and you relax now and you imagine yourself sitting in a beautiful garden and this garden is full of flowers Everything around you is thriving and shining and in balance. And you feel full of balance and happiness within you. You create that feeling of calm, of love, right now. Yes, within you. That is the place that knows all and sees all and hears all. And now in your mind, you begin to create a wish, a wish for something more in your life. And you do that right now. You create that wish within you, a wish for something more of the highest good that you would benefit from. When you benefit, others would benefit from it also. And that is the point of working with the light. It is an improvement in everyone's life. In everyone's consciousness, it's important to know that it is about you and everyone. And you take a deep breath and you feel more and more and more content about you, more You have an idea in your mind. You have a wish with this idea. You're getting hold of this idea to improve it. And it makes you feel so calm and so good about you. Yes, you know who you are. You're a child of the light. The light wants to shine in you because that's creation in you. You know it. You are it. You are a child of the light. And you go faster and faster and faster in your life, in your mind, in your thought. And you go deep and deeper and deeper and deeper still. Yes, you go deeper and deeper still. And now you have reached a place within you. A deep, deep place within you. A place of your highest good the light shines there within you. You enjoy it. I am who I am. I am a child of the light. I was created in the image of the light. This is the God energy within me and I love I love that about me. That I have connected with this source of power within me. You feel now light. You experience that you connect with light in your chest area. And it rotates clockwise rotates clockwise, faster and faster and faster, you are now totally filled with this light. Every little cell within you is shining with this light. So content now because you know that wish that you have that wish that dream that you have is now going to be completed. you're feeling more and more and more that energy of love and light with you you know the light is your master. You are a light worker because you want to help you. You want to help the world. You want to help everyone on this planet to find love and light in their life. Yes, you feel now you have found that love and light within you, you are more and more and more in tune, in tune with the one highest good within you, you breathe quietly, your body is relaxed and now suddenly a big ray of light is coming down over you. And we're brushing away all blockages, clear, clear. And you begin to feel free, and free, and free, and free. free. You were meant to be here on this earth to help this planet one way or the other, you will have your voice be heard. Yes, your voice will be heard because you have told your higher self. You have told the light within you. You will be heard. You will stand up. You will make this world a loving world where people Love and respect each other, where people are sharing love and light, where people unite in the light. Yes, you are a spiritual being with the light within you, and that is who you are. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein speaking to you and to your heart and to your mind because in your mind you will now be happy and creative and you will experience joy in your life. You begin to watch out for the little things. You go out in nature and see how things grow. You look at the birds in the sky And you look at those little beings out there, called animals, just around us everywhere, and see how they enjoy living their lives. And this is what you are meant from now on. And now when I count to seven, you will open your eyes. If you close them, Or open them up already, close them again. And just go back into this stillness within you. On the count of seven, you will open your eyes. Number one, you have peace. Number two, you know you are part of a big, big loving universe. You are here to improve that loving universe with your presence of love. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. You love. You love you. You love those you have chosen around. You love life, you love the air, you love the ground, you love the water, you love clean, healthy water, you love clean, healthy ground, you love clean, healthy nature, you are part of nature, you love your healthy, clean body. And now a ray of light is coming down over you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You open your eyes and you are now in a ray of light. It shines over you. The light will protect you. The light will be with you at all times. If you want to change that word, light, to another word you like better, like God or Jesus or universe or source or power, it does not matter. The power doesn't mind. It's the power that you give it, the truth of your emotions that you're sending to this power. And you breathe quietly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Your eyes are all wide open. You stretch your body. And you feel so good about you. Again, this is Helena Steiner Hornstein. My email to write me. It's dr for doctor. Dr. Helena Info, short for information. Dr. Helena Info at Yahoo. Dot .com send me a note send me a question if you want to have a session a private session with me for healing coaching i do that every day like this on not for everyone else to hear <laughs> but i do it on skype on facetime or you know on your phone on your iphone on your android on your whatever you want to use it works whatever way because somehow I pick up on your energy anyway, wherever you are. My website is Body Soul Connection. If you looked at it before, it now has a new look and it has a very good Swedish page. So Swedes, go to Body Soul Connection. Body Soul Connection dot com, and you should get right to it. And I do. Sessions, as I said, but you have to pre book them. There is no way you can just call up and start to have a session. I'm booked. <laughs> I'm busy. But I love doing these things. I love to meet you all out there. And I hope I can see you soon again. Actually, I will see you soon again. So I will be a little bit more regular now with my uh, uh, shows. And if you send me in questions, you know, I will answer them. I will I will not do private healing sessions or coaching se- sessions with someone because I might say something that I don't want to come out on. And it could be, you know, like, oh, I didn't know you. Did you know you have those those tendencies? You know, I can say things that maybe other people shouldn't hear. But it's always for the highest good. Remember that. I don't give things that are not building you up. I don't sugarcoat things, and I say the truth, but you're meant to learn from everything that I'm saying, and you're meant to listen to what I'm saying. So I think that is about it. I think we have a couple of minutes left, but we will probably end this episode, and be back with me again in Sweden, this particular weekend, I will speak at the, I will do that online uh, at the Harmony Expo, and I'll be one of the speakers there. So um, I don't know how you can, well, I think you will find that if you're in Sweden. So anyway, be good, take care of yourself, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Be good. Bye-bye.